Welcome to Verbal Diary, the podcast, with your hosts, Cy Joplin and James Norton. Strap yourself in for the rants and bants. Are we recording? We are recording, yeah. We're recording? I'm just getting my notes together. I think, yeah. Are you got notes? I've got my notes as always. Oh, again, notes. Always I, with I the need, notes. I need prompts. Always with the notes. So how are you today, Mr. Uh, Joblin? You remembered my name. <laughs> just about. <laughs> yes, I did. You did. I I'm alright, Mr. Nor- Norton. Who? You. Norton. Mr. Norton's my father. Um, <laughs> I'm alright. Well, there's a big crap in it. Yeah, what's happened there? It's not summer. Well, it is. It's a British summer now. Although the weekend was lovely. Was it? I don't think it was that great. It was acceptable. Yeah, it was mixed. It was acceptable. Yeah. I'm, I'm sticking with acceptable. Okay. Monday was. Uh, Washout. Washout. Yeah, it anyway. was, and trains were nightmares. Right. This is a great conversation for people who listen to this podcast in like six months' time and are catching up. Or I know they, they can they can recollect like, what the weather was what? like in the UK from six months ago. <laughs> yes. Everyone what? wants to know this shit. So it's just just so everyone who's listening in the future, it is kind of beginning middleish of June. Yeah, it's June the twelfth today. It's recorded on twelfth of June. What? How is this the middle of June? Where the fuck is the year gone? <laughs> Honestly. I know. The rotation of uh, the Earth around the Sun seems to be faster than it ever used to be. Accelerated. It does. Anyway, so it's the middle of June. It is. For some unbelievable... I don't know how it got there. Um, but how, how's the beginning of your June been? You said the weather's been annoying. Weather's well, been there. glum. And I'm trying to work out what the hell I've been doing for the last couple of weeks. Not a lot is coming to mind. I think the weekend was quite relaxed, to be honest. There was pub... And that was pretty much oh, all I remember. That's, that's all you need. <laughs> Good. Good. How about you? What have you been I'm, up to? I, well, I'll come on to that later. Um, oh, I don't really want to say what teams. I've been up to uh, quite yet. Um... But yeah, good, all good. At all my good end in of the, the world. Then, right? I um, what did I do at the weekend? So um, I'll talk about Sunday later on. Okay, save um, it. I'm saving it. Hashtag save it for the podcast. Indeed. Uh, Saturday. I wish I could remember what I did. But anyway. Um, Oh yeah, I went to a new park. Found a new new playground near where I live. Okay. Um, amazing. First time I've been there. It's absolutely astonishing. How far is it from home? Within security. Reasons? As the crow flies, or <laughs> is is it walking distance yes. or is it driving distance? It's as walking well? distance. Cool. Even better. But it's, it's a longish walk, it's like 10 15 minute walk. That's right. But what they've done is they, they've got this traditional playground stuff, they've got zip wires, two of them, two zip wires, two parallel zip wires. Zip wires. You Londoners are spoiled. <laughs> this isn't in London. Um, London, Greater London. Greater London, very Greater London. Um, and then it's got, um, it's got swings and all of that sort of stuff, climbing mm-hmm. frames. But then they've got a whole area of like, what I. <laughs> really sort of primitively think of as like technology um, I don't think it's that technical but um, basically what they've got is uh, these, these sort of games they've got like these sort of digital things in the ground they've got these posts I'll try and describe it in a way that makes sense they've yep. got these big sort of pillars in the ground they come up to probably about three feet high something like that okay. and each pillar has a they're arranged in a circle with one in the middle as well yep. and each pillar has a speaker and a little sort of dot matrix display on it Okay. And you can play games. So, so it's like 8-bit games or something. It, 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 it was a bit like that. So you can play tag, for instance, where there's two people, you each pick a colour, yeah. and you've got to run around between these posts and hit the colour that's yours. So it is physical as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and then they mean. do maths puzzles. So they had, each post would have a different sum. 
okay. and you'd have to get them all right, and you could there's like a touch screen, so you can move the numbers around to get the answer, and then when they all go green, because you got the answer right, you move on to the next level. Ah. And various other games, really cool. We were playing on that can for Can you say which hour. area this is in? No. Um, so get some show notes going that'd be great it's it, it sort of walk into the to the park and turn left um, and very useful it's, thanks I, I, I'm sure we're not the only place to have this sort of thing absolutely fantastic so it's encouraging kids to go play but there's a digital element to what they're doing yeah okay yeah, I like I, that I, I must say I I just I just really really liked it so you've got to, got to admit the, the current generation are just addicted to devices and digital yeah. oh yeah so yeah, to yeah. get them out to a park is Challenge anyway, but to oh, put stuff yeah. there for them to play with. No, it, it, it's really well done. It's so lovely. Did you, you enjoy this? I had a load of fun. Did, did your daughter enjoy it? Yes. Good. It wasn't just you then. No, no, no we all enjoyed <laughs> it. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it was it was great. We had a great time and a great day. It's good. Um, anyway, yeah, so all is good. Now I, I can't bear it anymore. Can't can't bear it anymore. Can't bear it anymore. The curiosity's killing me. What's in your notes? Actually, I've made a note about getting our daughters out in the playgrounds because we talked about this at the weekend. I was in the playground with my daughter at the same time. She was she wasn't as digital as you. Remember up north, we have a rope and a stick, and that's pretty much all we are allowed to play oh, with. Luxury. I know, very fancy. I tell you. Um, <laughs> but my daughter, yeah, she's blessed. Her. She's she's just learned to ride a bike without stabilizers, so. She's, she wants to go off and play and get down to the park do it properly so I took it down there it was great and I just enjoyed being out with her you know nice nowhere near as fancy these dot matrix arcade machines in parks but <laughs> we have got a good trampoline and a, a good um, what's it called Cecil <laughs> I'll just do the hand gestures and you, you understand what I'm on about um, so yeah yeah it was good I'm, I'm enjoying that part I'm Unfortunately, the rain came as we were still there, so it was like, crap, go, 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 get back on the bikes, go, cycle home. We didn't have any rain at the weekend. Didn't you? No. Maybe no. in the northern, grim north again. <laughs> what else is in your notes? Ah, 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 So it is relevant to the podcast and how we're moving this. Everything's stuff. relevant to the podcast. You know, it, it, actual, it's very meta. We've, meta? We've moved the podcast over to a new provider. Ooh. Oh, indeed. Ooh. So I was having problems with the previous hosting provider. Probably my fault rather than the actual provider. Um, lack of understanding yeah. the mechanics underneath. Yeah. Yeah. So we were looking for something a bit more stable, let's say, that wasn't going down every 15, 20 minutes. Um, so where have we moved to? We've gone to Pinecast. Um, oh, yeah. on, on your recommendation as well. Well, I, I did a Google and this was the cheapest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, price was an issue, I think. We were... Uh, Generally, the market looks around fifteen dollars a month. Um, Fine cost was a fiver, isn't it? And fine, yeah, exactly. So, I'm I'm loving it for the price. So and we've actually, had to give up getting professional theme music made for the uh, for, the, for this month. segments. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And instead, we've got hosting. We've got we've got more stable hosting. Let's say that's um, good. Are you happy with it? I'm happy so far. Yes, I need to do the full migration. So so far, the feed is now pointed to Vinecast. So if you are listening and subscribed, it should just automatically carry on. If you try to link through to the website as we had it, it's still there for now, but I need to do some redirection fun- funkiness to make it work. But yeah, so far so good. We'll see what happens with this. Nice. Your face is not that <laughs> enthusiastic. No, I think it's great. I think it's good that we can have some more stable hosting. And stable hosting is you'll good. You'll stop sending me messages about how 
fucking awful everything is. Well, just um, how annoying it gets that I'm getting an email prompt every 15 minutes. The website's down. But um, hopefully the feed is working, so we actually have a listener on this podcast. I mean, we, should we check the numbers just while we're here check now? The, check the numbers. Check don't, the don't, numbers. Don't give away how big our numbers are, though, to our, to our I mean, let's just see that it's working. Uh, we are now up to... Ooh, that's pretty promising. More than one. <laughs> <laughs> more than one, but not much more than one. Still, it's, it's significant. And hopefully the stats are a bit more uh, believable than the previous ones. We well. have no idea how good these stats are. Um, but that's cool. It's Excellent. Good. So good job there. Well done, Mr. Jobling. Thanks. Good job, Jobling. Good job, Jobbers. What else is in your notes? Uh, to be honest, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, there's yeah, a comment about the dog. Bless her. My, uh, my pet dog. I, I'm just leaning over Sai's laptop right now, reading his notes, because obviously he's not bothered sharing them with me. Um, well, you don't read them normally. True. Um, and I've yet to find I a just, print that will put it on T-shirts. Th- there's a bullet point in here that says, Tripod dog. Yeah. So our dog, bless her, she has got cancer, massive cancerous lump on her knee, on one of her hind legs. Been there for a few months. Vet's been putting off the idea of amputating. But to be fair, last week they said, mm, we might need to take the leg off. Um, but in about turn this yesterday, actually, half the press, they said, no, we don't want to take the leg off yet. We want to make sure she runs a full course of antibiotics, blah, 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 blah. She's still got four legs. She's okay. So I preempted. Gosh. In my notes, it's just. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, you know, you're a dog, and you get put to sleep, and all is okay in your world, and yeah. you wake up, and you've got a leg missing. You're like, what the fuck has just happened to me? I'd be pretty pissed off if I was that dog. <laughs> yes. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> get my best dog off. That sounds more confused. Yeah, I'd be confused at first because I'd still be high from the drugs. Then I'd be pissed off. Okay. But yeah, thankfully she's still got four legs for now. We don't know how long it's going to last. Um, so yeah, that that was my little show note about that. Oh, well, I hope the dog it does okay. Likewise, and yeah, and hopefully the family will be okay with this because they are much more emotionally connected to the dog than I am. I just shout at her when she starts barking. Out. <laughs> well, our big news is we've got the guinea pig back. Have I spoke, spoken about no, the guinea pig? No, you've not mentioned any guinea pigs in the past. Oh, I should need to talk about guinea pigs then. This is Hit really me with bad. your guinea pig. Okay. Um, <laughs> so my daughter's school has guinea pigs, and the parents can borrow them. Oh, I think you've Families mentioned this before. Them. Yes. Um, and we had this guinea pig for the last holiday, half term holiday, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had we had the guinea pig for like ten days or something, and my little one became a little bit attached. And then um, another family had booked the guinea pig. There's a booking you system. Have to book it. Wow. But we got the pig back. Good. So my wife wants to pignap it. Pignap. It's a and, great phrase, though. Um, so we're all very happy that the guinea pig So you're going to back. pretend that she got lost and then... <laughs> no, I think um, we, we are contemplating buying our own guinea pigs at some it's point. It's probably a better way to do it. My little one is quite into the guinea pigs, apparently. Do they do guinea pig rescue? I don't think they are rescue guinea pigs. I don't know. There are. I mean, not... There, there is in America, so I've been right. looking at it. I, okay. I haven't found somewhere here uh, in the UK. So if anyone out there knows uh, about guinea pig rescue in the UK... If you could just tweet at me at Nortles, hashtag, hashtag I know where the guinea pigs are, um, then that would be great. Um, I like pig naps, it's probably a better hashtag. <laughs> um, but you, the other thing, the thing to do is to buy from, uh, you buy from pet shops, fine. Yeah, there's plenty of big names. Um, but to buy them as, as young as possible is yes. better. We, so. We've had, no we, didn't, no, we never had a guinea pig actually, we've had rabbits and hamsters. So, right. Yeah. So apparently, buying as young as possible is the best way to be. Okay. 
Um, so, yeah. Ooh. So we've got the guinea pig back, which is very exciting. You look infused. Anyway. <laughs> as much as I would be, to be fair. Uh, Another animal. No, she, she's quite cute. I don't, she doesn't, she's not, doesn't get in the way, and I don't have to clean her. And good. my wife's pretty good, so she, she does a full clean out every other day. Every other day? Wow. That's yeah, regular. because the, the cage that the school have put her in isn't the best. Okay. It's the cheapest. Oh, okay. Um, and I don't think it's quite big enough. Okay. And um, it's entirely plastic, which is okay. But what you have to do is you put down like newspaper, mm-hmm. and then you put this bedding stuff that's the right stuff for guinea pigs yeah. on top of it, and they wheel over it. Yeah. Um, and because I think the cage is a bit too small, right, the okay. wheel goes everywhere. Just, so you can't just clean out what, like a corner, like the whole thing has to go. Right. And it smells. As soon as it starts to smell, we'll change it. Yeah. Because it's, you know, that's how animal it is. Piss. Um, <laughs> it's, it's animal piss. It's animal piss. It's not my piss. It's and theirs. guinea pigs do a lot of poo as well. And again, because the cage isn't quite big enough, I don't think, there isn't, it can't just be done in a corner because it just, the corner gets full. Very quickly, they can't so you get wild poo a bit everywhere. There. So if we get a guinea pig, we're looking at this modular caging system where you build indoor it yourself as well. indoor, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, where you build it yourself. So you you buy the the mesh, mm-hmm. and then you buy connectors. Yep. And each piece of mesh is, I don't know, thirty forty centimeters square, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little bit more than that actually. And then you can basically um, you kind of build out the cage as big as you want it to be. And you use proper, there's like a special flooring stuff that's good for guinea pig feet. They've got delicate feet, oh, apparently. Um, but it means that what, so what you can do... It's, it's more money. But what, 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 what it means is that you can do a partial clean out of the cage because you add another section, yep. get the guinea pig moved into the new area and then clean out the old area. So you can do that because yeah. they'll, they'll do most of their pooing so and that in one space. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... Yeah, also I don't like this cage. It's got, it's got a top on it. Mm-hmm. And guinea pigs, they're not great climbers. And they, she doesn't have much of a standing leap on her. Oh, I see. Um, like a real loft conversion almost. Well, it's just the top of a cage. And I want to get one which doesn't have a top. Because it will also make things a lot easier. Because like, every time we want to do anything, like give us some food or whatever, we pretty much have to do a whole like deconstruction of this cage. <laughs> so it would be much easier if there was no top. So you could just put the stuff in for her. Yeah. Um, You're doing all your research yeah. then on, on well, animals. I don't really like animals in the house. I'm not Have a big fan. Have you got any fan. pets at all? No. I'm right, okay. Um, ooh, ooh, okay. But if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it in a way that's as good as it can be for the animal. It's never going to be as good as sending the guinea pig back to its indigenous South American origins. I was going to say. But, um, <laughs> that probably cost a lot although, as well. <laughs> although, if you send the guinea pig to Peru, they might eat it. But, um, on a stick, no. On a stick, that's what I they do. They do, don't they? Yeah, yeah, pick on a stick. I've got it in my mind. Um, but no, I hope not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, but we'll make it as good as it can be. Um, Bless you. Because it's like, it's not very bad. Like, I'm know. like you, I don't like cruelty to animals, but I can't be asked. with but it's not either. about cruelty, it's, it's just about giving them a reasonable living condition. That's what I mean. yeah. I like um, to, it should be... But I don't think it's cruel, the cage, this guinea pig's in. It's not that small, but I just don't think it's as good as it can be. Exactly. So I'd rather make it a bit better. Spoil them, my ass, and um, or just not have the bloody animal in the first that's place. The, that's my inclination, it's just not bother. But anyway, because like, it's for the school guinea pig, they don't invest in like the right stuff, which takes like a quid. But guinea pigs need to be able to scratch on something that's tree like, okay, so you need, like, which keeps their nails in check. Sharp, um, no, it keeps them worn okay. down. 
and they didn't have anything. So last time we picked her up, her nails were like four centimetres long, which is really big. And nails, claws, whatever. And it's, it's actually a big problem. So we went to the pet shop and it was like 80p to buy this thing that you hang in the cage. And she just scratches at it a couple of times a day and now her nails are back to where they should be. Right. Um, so it's just simple bits of care that, because it's from a school, you know, it's never going to be as good. It's not fair. Um, so anyway, uh, my little one likes this thing. And you're yeah, totally not you're the worst. Fair dues. I don't dislike her, I'm just not bothered. Yeah, I'm the same. I get it. But I've got more animals in the house already, with no choice in the matter. So, come to yeah. me with your woes. I can, I can empathise. Come to you with my pig. Yeah, with your right. Pig. We should move on. Should we move on? No. Bye. <laughs> Let's move on. I think we should stop talking about guinea pigs. Probably a good shout. And we should start talking about article of the week. Verbal diary with Cy and James. My turn this week. Um, after your hijack last week of Dub Dub. Um, Dub so Dub. I sent you a link. I've read it. You read it, good. Um, now, this is a post by an old web standards guru guy known as Jeffrey Zeldman. He's not known, um, that's his name. Yeah, he's not exactly. known as Jeffrey Zeldman, he's called. He is, he is Jeffrey Zeldman. He's not um, like Jeffrey Zeldman, also known as Steve. <laughs> in which case, you could say he's known as Steve. <laughs> he, he's well known in the web community, right? Um, I think. Well, we'll get into the, the history of it all in it shortly. Um, he's written an interesting blog post on the Automatic blog. Um, Automatic being the parent company for WordPress, mm-hmm. um, the well-used well open source blogging platform that we have used for our blog. No comment, Your Honour. Um, I didn't even realise Jeffrey was now working as with Automatic in some shape or form. I don't know the actual relationship and what, where, how it works for him, but um, yeah, he's written a really interesting blog post for me uh, over on automatic.design. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, and it's, it sort of hit home a little bit with me. And me. Yeah. So I, I would say grew up, I, I came into the web industry during the really fun times, I think it was, when it was all changing from hacky-hacky table designs, Space of gifts, all the shit. It was not very best practice, let's say, but it worked. And then the web standards movement came into play around mid 2000s, 2005, 2006. And Jeffrey was a massive part of this movement. Steve, Steve let's just call him Steve now. <laughs> Steve, if you're listening, you should be looking at your Zeldman Twitter account. <laughs> um, and but he's basically harking back to the old days of how simple web design used to be. Uh, during the web standards movement, it would be using all the right semantic stuff for the right reasons. We use CSS for the right reasons. Simple JavaScript, no frameworks, just whatever it was to make a website. And he's now working in a place where there's a lot of new stuff going on. A lot more versatile solutions, let's say. React, Angular, all the frameworks, Vue, whatever it might be. Node. Um, web design has definitely evolved over the last 10 years into a more... What's the best phrase? Talking about web design or web development? Ah, ha-ha. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm referring to web design, but I think web development has kind of just grown in scope now as to what it actually entails. And this is where I think Jeffrey's kind of come from um, and how I feel about web development as a whole is not just about the visual implementation anymore it's about the full stack of an app it's about the the service that you provide in the APIs the hosting 
it's mind-blowing. And as I've experienced over recent months, years, I've struggled to keep up. Um, there's more to it than what we, what we knew it as back in the noughties. What was, I think, was like the, the, the beacon, I guess, to get you into it. It was quite exciting and fun and easy, relatively straightforward. You knew what you were doing. You had to build an accessible website. Simple. No, it's not. It's that simple. But he's, he's yeah, so there was a few comments in, in his post that I've pulled out in my notes, which is why I have notes. He said this bit around, okay, to be ready for that, I'm look, when he refers to that, I'll best find out what he's referring to. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't bother with notes. Well, they I think we can do it, yeah. So he's talking about if there's a problem in the app that he's working on, he's, he, you shouldn't just raise a report, a, a, a GitHub issue or whatever it is, a bug. And get someone else to do it. He's on about doing it himself. I will. I mean, just fix it. Um, so his quote was: "To be ready for that, I'm learning code and tools I probably should have learned a few years ago. But as a rich man says of his servants, I always had people for that. Now this hits home for quite a lot for me because I've changed have my role. Have you got role. a lot of servants? I've got shitload of servants in Jobling Manor. Um, no, Jobling, <laughs> Jobling Manor. Um, I'm referring to my role, my, my, my role in my job as software, in software delivery and software engineering. I lead a team that builds stuff now. So if we find a problem, then we do it together collectively. And I've, let, I've just allowed people to do it for us. I've not had that responsibility anymore. So that I've got to have it go, let's raise a book and fix it together. Not me, though. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Mm-hmm. So I've become a little bit detached from the actual implementation. And I think this is where I'm a little bit fearful of what that change might require, what skills I need to do that. And I feel like I've lost touch of how things are done now. And it's difficult for someone who's working in the industry, who's meant to understand this stuff quite well. Um, I'm opening myself up here quite a lot. But I, uh, you know from my history, I've struggled in certain areas of software development. Um, and this was the next natural step for me, was to kind of detach yourself from the actual implementation, think about the actual process, the people, and the best way to do it together. Now, if Jeffrey's getting to that situation now in his later years, to me as well, then we're gonna. I've got a lot to live up to now, right? Yeah, and no. Okay. So go on. You, I, want, I want to hear your thoughts. I really like read this it. article. It's, I really, it's a great I, article. I really like. I think this is one of the best AOTWs we've had. Okay. Um, I relate to a lot of it. I think the. I think. Looking back on how it was to do shit years ago, mm-hmm. there's a couple of differences that have driven a move to greater complexity. You know, when I started building websites in 1999, there were about 11 people on the internet. Um, yeah. And today there's, there's more than 12. Um, so there's a far greater number of people, at least 10% more than there were then. Um, I mean, just to be clear, you know, I'm joking, but the you know, there's a, everyone's online now. Or there's yeah. a four billion it's the people exception online to the or whatever. Now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, certainly in the Western world. Yeah. Uh, whereas when I got started 20 years ago, there there was a much smaller number of people it online. Was niche it, it was community. celebrated when we'd hit like you know 100 million people online, and now there's billions, literally billions. So um, there's a much smaller group of people online. The expectations of people using the internet was very different. Yeah. So there was an expectation that, oh, it's a bit novelty. Whereas now the expectation is it's all there and it all works all the time. And that's yeah. from the customer. That's from the end user. That's from demand, yeah. Not from the developer. 
So if you're building a website now and it doesn't work, people people are going to shout about it. They will complain. Then you've got people's awareness of technology has grown significantly over the last 20 years, and particularly in the uh, smartphone era. Yep. People use technology a lot more. But even the last 10 years, smartphones you know, yeah. have only just come into play. And I think the other factor, is the final factor for me, is that um, there's a lot more things that we have to be aware of and take into consideration when actually building a website. So when I was building my first websites 20 odd years ago, you know, I'd write a bit of HTML, write a bit of, oh no, I wouldn't write any CSS because it didn't really exist. So I'd write a bit of HTML, I'd probably write an ASP app, so yep. an old school Classic code. ASP. Um, classic. Classic. Um, and then I'd put it on a server somewhere, which could literally be like my own computer sitting yep. under a desk on a dial network. So and that was fine. Um, now you've got to think about there's a lot more problems around data security, obviously. Yeah. There's a lot more uh, awareness of accessibility, which really has only been a thing for 10 years or so on the web, maybe a little bit more. Um, mm. There's a lot more awareness of different devices. So ten, 20 years ago, you were either using uh, you know, AOL or, or, or like maybe iOS or something. Yeah. But the browsers were all basically very similar. You um, used Windows Engine as well, wasn't it? The IE Engine. A, a few of them did. And maybe... Also, you could quite happily say this website only works on this web browser and no one seemed to care. Today, you've got to support mobile phones, tablets, laptops, desktop computers on 20 different browsers. With different, you've got to account for the fact that there's different connection speeds. You've got to account for the fact that the availability of your service might be critical to the way people live. Um, so it, it's, there's just a lot more to take into consideration. It's a lot more versatile. Now, so in right? terms of the learning... Mm. When we were learning stuff 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, um, there was, first of all, a lot less to learn. So you could feel expert in mm. something much more quickly. I remember getting my first Dummies Guide to HTML book, which pretty much taught me how to build a whole website. Right. <laughs> and then today, there, it, it, there's a lot more to know. Indeed. Secondly, um, because of the scale of the products, because of the way that um, uh, things have become more critical, etc., teams tend to be much larger. Mm. So... That much greater volume of things to know, when it's spread out across a larger number of people working on the product, that's kind of okay. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's kind of one factor. Another factor is we were 15, 20 years younger, and it is easier to learn stuff when you're younger. Just naturally, Plus, right? it felt like you were not just implementing a new world, but creating one. Yes. And today, we're not doing that. Today, we build a new website, it's exciting, but you're not, you're not changing the world. It's not a substantial change. As to what we used to, yeah. And so I think all of that contributes, and Jeffrey, or Steve, or whatever his name is, he, uh, <laughs> so Jeffrey calls out a number of uh, a number of these points in his article. Yeah. Um, but it really got me thinking about how is it that I learned so easily and so quickly all those years ago how to do things, and frankly I did. And today I find it much more of a struggle, and I think those factors I've mentioned are, are a big piece of it. Mm. Um, and it, it, it's... It's, it's a change in culture, a change in society that's come along with the change in technology that also people are not expecting to have jobs for life. People remain in what we would, as managers, describe as an individual contributor phase where they're actually just working at the cold face on whatever they do, yeah. not managing people. People are in that stage for far longer till older ages uh, in technical roles than had ever happened before in technical roles. And I accept they've only been around for however long, not, not long, yeah. um, but still... Um, so, so just the world has changed around us as well 
and expectations and not, have changed. I mean, we're dinosaurs now, man. In our industry, it does feel like that. And I, I, when I read this post by Jeffrey, I was, I was one, it harked me back to the old days of actually reading his blog. Regular, I think it's like every week he'd be putting something out, and then the whole community around him that was doing similar stuff. Like there was John Hicks from the design perspective. There was loads of di- loads of different people doing web standards stuff, right? Um, Je- Jeremy Keith, Andy Birds, all those that generation of. I think they were called the Brit Pack at one point. They all had the pants and Union Jacks that they put on their blogs. It was it was it was a good time. <laughs> Everyone had their pants out. Um, <laughs> show us your pants. That's how like, I still walk around the office. I know. Can you stop it? Um, <laughs> um, but it, it did remind me of the good times and I, feel, I felt like things have got so much more complicated and harder to learn um, I'm all for the learning I'll, I'll, every week this, every day this week now I've been picking up something new just to learn from a coding perspective from an engineering perspective from a development perspective even from like you know like the service stuff I've been doing recently I've wanted to learn how things work um, it's just a lot harder and slower for me to do that because I'm aging. Like you say, we are creaking. It's so funny you talk about the the Brit Pack and the golden era of, of those people we grew up with. Yeah, um, you know they they were like rock stars in a way. They I remember hearing about a particular person who was well known at the time and spoke at conferences with many books and uh, shall remain nameless. Okay, um, who. Just, just wouldn't turn up to co- that conference talk she was meant to give because she was still drinking from the night before and stuff like that. And these are, you know, I yeah, proper rock star then, not just like it, it was quite rock starry. But now it's not. Now it's far. I, it's not as exciting. It's not professional either. But it's not well, as professional. I think it's it could be. more professional now because you know the, the the demand is there now. The industry is definitely maturing. Um, Compared to those days when it was just oh novelty, you want to build a website? No, I'm not. Like, like, think, think back to some of your first jobs yeah, and the type of stuff you were building. Yeah, and how big the teams were. So I'll give you an example. I worked for a company again, which will remain nameless. That built a, for the time, pretty complex system okay. that had very high traffic. Yeah, for the time, very high. Okay, and there were like thirty people working there. For the whole tech. For the whole, the whole company. Oh, right. Like 20, 20 of them in tech or something, you know. So the and majority this was, were tech, but still a small company. Yeah, and it was complex, dealing with millions of bits of data and all yeah. of it. But now you would need like a team of 500 to do something like that. And I, need or expect, that's the other I thing. I think you would need, because there's so many more considerations. I mean, this is it. I mean, we can't give away too much in how we work now, but yes, you've got a lot of specialisms now in what we do in this industry. You need, you need more people to learn those things and be good at that rather than half asked. I'll kind of understand it, but I'll work it out as I go along. You can't do that anymore. You need to know this well to get away with it in a, a highly demanding society that dem, you know they, they expect high quality products now. So now you feel old. Yeah. Well, I, I do turn forty next year as well, so I'm starting oh, to go into the. Oh, you're a whippersnapper. Well, maybe, but I, it's, it's the crisis mode. I'm just thinking, shit. What what is next and what do I do? Oh shit! Buy a soft top car and jet off to Benidorm for a weekend or something. Okay. You're looking so perplexed, but I am um, having that midlife crisis mode. I feel like this this was a bit more of a, a reminder of how things have changed. You know. Anyway, I, I really enjoyed reading this article. I don't have a, anything much I, I, more. I think to it add, just but... hit home for me, and I, I thought it might resonate with you in some shape or form. Has That's... this article resonated with you, dear listeners? If it has, tweet at us, uh, at Verbal Diary Show, yeah. or at Sci, or at Nortals. The hashtag for this article of the week uh, is hashtag 
old things on the web resonated with me as well. Old things resonated. The old things on the web. The old things. So hashtag old things about the web resonate with me too. Okay. I'm struggling to even type this myself right now. <laughs> you don't have to use the hashtags. Let's just be clear. You don't have to. It helps, but you don't have to. I, I don't think we get enough commentary to filter it by topic at the moment. <laughs> so even, just please do, just do, do Hashtag emergency. Know. Send me a tweet. <laughs> but just let, let, let us know what you think of this article, because I'm really interested to see what the people out I'm there curious. feel. What, what are your memories of learning new tech from 20 years ago compared, or 15 or even years ago? how long ago it was as well. You know, when Com- did you join the yeah. web? And but compared to now, well, have you just got started and actually you're, you're finding learning really easy and maybe it's just an age thing? Maybe we're just old gits. So you, me and Steve. <laughs> what, <old>. Steve? <laughs> so not Steve, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Well, Steve. Bless um, Okay, that's good. At least we're on the same level now. Right then, let's move on to the next part. That's depressing. Why? We're on the same level. We're on the same level. Oh, I've seen you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you're the older one. <laughs> yeah, older and wiser. That's what I like to say experienced yeah anyway let's shift it to your part of the show do you mean the picture of the week I wanted a pitch tone in that week uh. well never mind next time you don't get everything you want verbal diary with Cyan James I'm going to send you the picture but don't describe it because we may have to cut some of the stuff that's on this picture because it may not be fair okay I'll explain everything so, uh, I, I, I told you on Sunday that I wasn't going to talk about what I did on Sunday, but now I'm going to talk about what I did on Sunday. And it's not the playground. And it was not the playground. Oh, okay. Uh, it's really not that exciting, but I really enjoyed it. And it's something a bit different from me. Um, so, on Sunday, I took my daughter out for the day, and we went to, we went to, um, we went to where? You tell me. Where? Oh, is that a place? Where? 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 How do you spell where? 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 Um, yeah, this kept us amused for hours. Um, so we went to the village of Ware, W-A-R-E, in Hertfordshire. Right, okay. Um, which is an indeterminate number of miles from where I live. Um, and we did a treasure trail. Ooh. So treasuretrails.co.uk is the website. Oh, right, okay. Um, if you've done one of these, send us a tweet. At Nautils, hashtag, I've done treasure trails, and they're great. Um, so, I've never done one of these before. But they do, uh, essentially what it is, is is you get to walk around a place, typically a village or a location, um, looking for clues Ooh. in the sort of physical stuff that's in the place, like on buildings and statues and things. So you go to look for these clues, and, and um, you then do something with those clues. So we did a spy treasure trail. Mm-hmm. Where we had to find all these clues and then solve a puzzle to get the answer, to get the code, do a bit of code breaking. Um, They also do a murder mystery and a treasure hunt type. And it was really good fun. I can tell you enjoyed this. It was really good fun. So like a clue, I'll give you an example of a clue might be, um, they they give you directions of where to walk. So it's about a two mile walk to do this one. Um, so they said, oh, you walk uh, in where? 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 Um, in where there's, a, where? there's a canal. So um, they said, go, to the, go by the side of the canal, and you've got to find, um, uh, uh, it was called Uncle Bert and his midget wife or something. Is what it was. Okay. Anyway, this was a plaque. Literally correct, then. <laughs> this was a plaque on a park bench. 
okay. of someone who used to sit and fish in the canal. Nice. Or it might be a river. Um, on, and, and the idea was you looked at the plaque, and on the plaque it had their surname. And you write the surname down. Is that okay, one of the clues? Um, it's, it's, it's one of the clues. And so um, that was one of the things. And another clue was something like um, you go, go to a building and you've got to find the year written in white. Okay. It was like the clue. And basically there was a, at the, towards the top of the building there was a piece of white um, metal um, uh, what's it called? Uh, not drainage, but you know, uh, pipe pipe work on the outside of the building, yeah. and it had on there a year written on there. So you had yeah. to go and do that. So there are all these different clues, and the picture of the week is basically the worksheet, the back of the worksheet that we uh, were that we were given, yep. um, which is where you write down the answers to the clues. Which is why I'm wondering, if, was this a very good picture of the week? Because now, if you want to do this treasure trail in where you've got all the answers. So I'm thinking before we publish this, maybe we'll take the answers out. Um, you could do that. I think that's what I'll do. Is I'll I'll I'll, I'll deal with that. So I'll send you a, an updated Edited version of that with, without the answers. Um, uh, in fact, I can just actually it's a PDF, so I can just send you the bit out of the PDF. Even better. So I've taken a picture of a print out of a PDF. Um, Very old school. Now we're really showing our age. <laughs> and I really just wanted to talk about treasure trails, which was so much fun. It took about two hours to do it. Yeah. Um, we loved it. My little one, who's seven and a bit. She loved it. She was running around looking for the clues. Every time we found one, she was all excited. Yeah. Um, and you solved the the solved the the, uh, the puzzle. In this case, it's a code. Mm-hmm. We got the code, submitted it. You submit it online, and they do a prize draw every month of all the correct answers they get. Okay. Hundred quid. Wow. Um, Good prize. I'm hoping as well. that no one else right, is. I'm on it. I'm hoping <laughs> no one else is doing treasure trails right now. Um, I am. Anyway, really good fun, strongly recommended, great way to have a little walk, learn a bit about a place I didn't know anything about where, now I know everything more about where. Um, and they, there's hundreds of them all so around the country. And they dotted around the country? All though? over the country. It's a national and it costs, So it's not free. Um, it costs £7 to download the, the sheet, Ooh. the worksheet. Yep. Um, and uh, it's got all the instructions on there. It tells you, you know, walk down here, turn left. And look so you this. go online, you book yourself in to do one or whatever. We just then... download the worksheet. You, okay. pay, you pay to get access to the worksheet. And then you go and do it in your own time. Yeah, do it whenever. That's really cool. We had lunch halfway around. Naturally. As you would. As, as I would, definitely. I like it, man. I had bacon oh. and eggs. <laughs> You'd what? I had bacon and eggs. Is that lunch? Oh, it's it breakfast. was breakfast, but I had it at lunch. It's cool, man. I like it, and I really like the idea of getting out and doing something fun like this. My daughter would lap this up. She would absolutely adore doing it, so I wanted to try and find them all locally. The clues, looking at your answers, I still don't know what the hell to do on the right-hand side. Yeah, so <laughs> so when you look at the picture, um, the you've got sort of the left side, it looks a little bit like a crossword, but it's not. Yeah. You... you uh, you fill in all these things. On the right-hand side is something that they call the combination box, um, which is you have to get the combination to work out the solution. Yeah. Um, the instructions on how to do that were in the workbook. No yeah. They are in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. I hadn't read them. Oh, that's why. And so we got home very disappointed that we hadn't found the solution. And I said, oh, don't worry, I'll, I'll work it out, I'll work it out. So we're at home and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, how does this work? How does this work? And I thought, John, I'm going to just check back on all the clues to see if I've done it right. Went back to the beginning of the workbook and it literally says, to solve the puzzle, this is what you have to do. <sighs> okay, fine. So I know for next time to read it a bit more thoroughly. Yeah. Um, it's totally fine. And what, what, what's quite cool about the service is... Let's say there's a clue and you just can't find it. 
So the instructions might be look, find find the um, the blue window in the building on two to your left and mm. write down the number of, of some things on it. I don't know what you know, plants hanging yep. off it or whatever. I don't know. Um, if it's if you just can't find it, you just like, but I just want to know. Um, they have an SMS service. So again, the instructions are in the booklet. You just basically send them a text, uh, which includes a bunch of information about the clue you can't find, and they text you back with the answer. Nice. So we had a problem with one of our clues where um, we had to look at a plaque on the side of a building, quite high up on the side of a building, probably about 15 feet up, so we couldn't reach it. And there was a tree next to it that had overgrown this plaque. So we couldn't actually see the answer, which was a bit frustrating. So um, I used the SMS service. SMS, um, classic. SMS. Were they built on an ASP service, potentially? Probably. <laughs> uh, and then I emailed them to tell them about the fact that this tree was overgrown. And they were pretty cool. They said, oh, great, thanks for letting us know. We'll, we'll go so and see if we can fix it. So they responded as well? That. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so we'll, we'll see cool. if we can get that sorted. I think, I think don't, I can see it's working quite well as an app. No, they haven't done an app. But it, it's it, such an obvious one. Yeah. Now, I'm thinking... I like the idea that you don't, but I also think it could work well. I think this would be a great team-building exercise as well. So if Ooh. you split the team up into groups, into pairs, let's say, yeah. and you gave everyone a treasure trail to do... And then and you got the prize at the end as well. And then whoever gets the answers right at the end... They get to buy the first round of beers. They get to buy... That's a, and that, yeah, that's, that's a really good idea. That's the way it should work, right? Um, it's like it's your birthday, bring cake. <laughs> indeed. But yeah, so oh, that's it. Oh, I, 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 love, I love the idea of getting outdoors. I think I, I would just say now about our kids and getting them out to the playgrounds at weekends is hard because they are so device focused nowadays. I want to get them away, get them outdoors, enjoy, even in the rain. I don't care, just get wet, just fine. <laughs> Whatever happens, I just want my children as far away from me as possible. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm oh, going with them. Oh, okay. I want to get out myself, I want to get away from my screens and stop learning about tech. <laughs> Wow, we covered a lot of ground today. Speak to Steve. Thanks, Steve. Good picture, mate. Um, Thank and you. Yeah, should we put the link in the show notes? Yeah, so, we, so instead of putting the picture in the show art, yeah. we're going to put a link to it in the show notes. Good idea. I like that. Um, and we'll host the picture. This wherever. is one little thing I need to work out with the new... Yeah, we'll host it. I'll just, just create a Google shared link for you. We'll, we'll, we'll provide links in the show notes. Yeah. Good stuff, dude. like it. I'm going to give it a go with my two. Maybe just the one, because I know the big one won't care. <laughs> Is that it? Do the socials. Is it time for socials? I don't want to go northern every time I say this. <laughs> it's been a lot of northernness today. Too much northern references. Yeah, okay, so wrap it up. Um, if you listened to any of this and thought, I agree or not, just please get in touch. Tweet us, at Cy, at Nautils, at Verbal Diary Show. Should we just say, get in touch on one of these rather than all three? Yeah. Which one should we go for? Verbal Diary Verbal Show. Verbal Diary Show makes sense, right? Yeah. Good. And you've got access to that? No. You'll <laughs> so have, you'll I'll be your PA to the Verbal <laughs> Diary Show tweets. I'll t- tell you what, we'll put a link in the show notes to our Twitter page. Yes. So you know how to respond to us. And I can and make th- that This clear. week's hashtags are irrelevant. So. <laughs> <laughs> bollocks. Hashtag bollocks. <laughs> hashtag bollocks. <laughs> have we got a show title for this week either? Well, Ooh, again. hashtag bollocks. <laughs> that could go down well. I'm not mm. sure what the emoji mm. would be. <laughs> what about anyway. oh, uh, as a show as a title how about um, old men not learning new tricks it's uh, yeah. a bit shit yeah it's not great well again we'll think about this mm. and it'll come out in the wash our friend Steve our friend Steve 
There's already one called Steve. Is that a, woman, okay. a woman called Steve? A woman called Steve. Okay. And just to confirm, Jeffrey, we're not implying that you're a woman. Or that you're called Steve. Exactly. Anyway, back on course. The socials. Tweet us at Verbal Diary Show. Don't bother with the others. Um, <laughs> just get in touch, please. Tell us that you're listening. Please, just get <laughs> please. in touch. Please. So someone getting contact. Um, you can listen to us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, in iTunes, and any of your other favourite podcatchers of choice. There is also the Verbal Diary website, verbaldiary.show, where you can find all the show notes that are also available on each episode description as well. I think that's it. Are we done? I think we're done. We're done. Hit it. Boom. Ah, stop doing that. Dum, 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 dum.